0: Hello and welcome to the Lancet podcast. My name is Nikolai Humphreys. This week we discuss dolutegravir versus raltegravir as treatment for HIV. I'm joined on the line by Professor Francois Raffi, lead author of Spring 2. Hello Francois. Hello Nikolai. Now, the um, SPRING2 trial is the first double-blind comparison of, of two integrase inhibitor-based regimens. Could you give some background about the antivirals you were studying?
1: What is important uh, to say is that SPRING2 uh, is the first of the three, phase, three studies uh, developed for uh, studying dolutegravir uh, in naive patients and spring 2 uh, is the most important one because this is a head to head comparison between two integrase inhibitors and this is the first time we are doing a double blind comparison of the two major po- uh, integrase inhibitors raltegravir and dolutegravir in a large uh, study international study and so we were studying uh, basically The first licensed integrase inhibitor, which is raltegravir, which which has been licensed for uh, six years now uh, compared to the new one, dolutegravir. And uh, the two drugs were studied in naive patients uh, uh, as part of triple drug regimen. That means uh, each drug was combined with a, a double combination of NRTIs.
0: Okay, could you then go on to tell us a little bit about the methodology? Well, as I said, this was a double-blind, uh, randomized study uh, with uh,
1: active control. Uh, and this was done in 822 patients uh, over the world in around 10 countries, namely Australia, Canada, USA, and in Europe, uh, Italy, Spain, UK, Germany, Russia, uh, and France. And uh, as I said, 822 patients uh, naïve to antiretrovirals were randomised to either uh, doloteravir or raltegravir plus matching placebo
0: plus uh, two nukes which were either Truvada uh, or uh, Kyvexa. And what exactly were the main findings? How does dulutegravir compare with raltegravir?
1: where the the primary endpoint was the proportion of patients achieving virologic suppression, that is, viral load below 50 copies per mil at week 48, which is the standard uh, definition of virologic success uh, in antiretroviral uh, studies. And uh, at week 48, for the primary endpoint, there was non-inferiority of dolotegravir compared to ralotegravir, but what is even more important that the non-inferiority is a very high rate of success in both arms. It was 88% success in the arm compared to 85% in the Raltegravir arm. So this is a very high rate of success. With regard to the secondary endpoints, we, we, we had the classical ones with the CD4 uh, response, which was similar in both arms, and namely, 230 increase of of cells, uh, exactly the same for doletegravir and raltegravir and also uh, one of the major secondary points was safety and tolerability and what is important to note is that the rate of discontinuation for adverse events was relatively low it was two percent in each group which is very small so if you consider uh, the uh, Failure rate, both virologic failure and tolerability failure,
0: it was globally very low uh, for both groups. Thank you for making that so clear. I'd like to now move on to um, adverse events, and if any were recorded, and if so, how did they compare with Rautographier?
1: Well, uh, what is important to say is that although we have only one drug so far, which is raltegravir, licensed for uh, in Europe for uh, in the integrase inhibitor class, uh, raltegravir is very popular because it is very well tolerated. So uh, uh, it was uh, expected that uh, at least to have the same with dolitigravir and indeed. As I said, the uh, adverse events leading to discontinuation rate was uh, only 2% in each group. And we recorded all adverse events to see if we could find any uh, differences between gravir and raltegravir. And we uh, didn't see any difference. That is, uh, the the main uh, adverse events were nausea, 14% in each group, diarrhea, uh, 11% in each group, headache, uh, 12% in each group, and most of these adverse events were of grade 1, and none of them led to permanent discontinuation. So clearly, uh, the new drug, dolitegravir is as well tolerated as uh, raltegravir.
0: Now, the uh, study looked at patients who have not previously received any antiretrovirals. Do the findings hint perhaps at usage for patients with HIV who are not treatment naïve?
1: It's difficult to uh, to answer definitively to, to this question because clearly the trial was designed for a specific uh, patient population and also uh, uh, the population enrolled was mainly white males, very few females and very few patients from Africa or Asia. So clearly uh, we we need first maybe to have uh, other studies to confirm these results and to uh, confirm that in all uh, uh, stages of uh, naive patients uh, even in advanced patients you you can achieve the the same uh, high success rate and good efficacy but if you now turn to uh, uh, experienced patients it's uh, more difficult to draw any conclusion based on this study because it was not designed for that. Uh, And clearly we need to design uh, other studies. And also we we need to remember that when you propose a a, a new treatment for experienced patients, you rely on treatment history and genotype results. So probably if you have no uh, resistance to have the three drugs you are uh, using, Dolitigravir plus the two accompanying uh, drug, it will work,
0: but we cannot derive for sure based on the spring two results. Thank you. And now moving on to the final question that I'm going to ask you today, and that is, as non-inferiority has been shown, how does Dolutegravir fare as an option when making decisions about drug regimens?
1: Uh, I think the first point is to say that with Dolutegravir and also with a third integrase inhibitor, which has now been approved in the US, which is LVT we have now three options for integrase inhibitors first line. So uh, we are uh, enhancing the, the possibility of first-line therapy with integrase inhibitors. So I mean, it, it's a good news for patients and, and physicians to have more uh, choice when uh, selecting uh, therapy for first-line. Uh, what could be the advantage of, of doravirine? Clearly, uh, the spring two, as I said, was a double-blind, double-dummy study. So. Uh, Uh, despite the fact that dolutegravir is a QD drug, uh, it was administered uh, in a BID regimen that is with a matching uh, BID placebo of haltegravir. So we cannot assess in spring two the benefit of a QD regimen compared to the BID regimen of raltegravir. But clearly one of the advantage of dolutegravir could be this QD uh, administration compared to the BID one of haltegravir. And also in the future, Uh, it could be interesting to have a fixed-dose combination of deletegravir plus two NRTI so we can propose a single pill QD uh, as a a triple regimen for for the patients.
0: Professor Francois Raffi, thank you for speaking to The Lancet podcast. Thank you very much, Nicolai, and have a good day. Thank you.